This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always gone. Rebel Scum. James, it is Sunday? Super Sunday. Star Wars Sunday? Star Wars Sunday. No, SW Sunday. Welcome to episode 201 of the Rebel Scum Podcast. But not only is it 201, it is hashtag Star Wars Podcast Day. I don't think I need to hashtag that. But it's, uh, yeah, we are lucky enough to be included. Yes, it's a great Great company to be in. There's 77 mm-hmm. plus podcasts participating yeah. today. Brock, sorry, Damn. sorry. Before we continue, so people that are watching on YouTube, sometimes you can see the mouse cursor on top of Brock. Sometimes, yeah. Today, I before we hit record, I purposely made sure it was shoved nicely aside so that nobody would see it. Mm-hmm. However, you have a little white emblem on your shirt. Which I was thinking was the mouse cursor, and I just went to swipe you away, and it didn't move, and I realized that is on your shirt. Is that Star Trek? It's a button. Oh, it's a button. Okay. Well, I'm blind. I can't. I can't see that far. (laughs) I can't see that far. It's very white, though. Very clean. Very clean. Your WGR must be very pleased with your cleaning abilities. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Super Sunday. Super Sunday. Two hundred Star Wars Sunday. Wow. I yeah. can't believe we made it. Uh, I thought we were going to get canceled th- after episode two. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Uh, just to think back then, there was no term as canceled. <laughs> you I, couldn't cancel a celebrity yet. You, you couldn't cancel celebrities. Wow. And also way back then, people liked Star Wars. Do you remember that? When people liked Star yeah, Wars way yeah. back in, t- in 2016. It was like, oh, I like the Star Wars stuff. Let's Let's do it. Uh, 200 was a lot of fun. Thank you, everybody, who joined us for that yeah. uh, that show uh, and, and watched along and, and chat in the live chat. This is Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, you know, you're probably watching the Super Bowl right now and not here joining us talking Star Wars. Brock, typically your yeah, roommate throws a massive Super Bowl party, which you like to take credit for. But your roommate is big on the Super Bowl. He's been doing it for out, probably 10 years or so. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, it's been a long time. What's happening this year? Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to watch it, the three people that live here, and that is it. <laughs> Are you going to have, like, people joining you virtually for this? Super no. Party? No, not even. <laughs> You're just, like, not happy. It's just not happening. Like, the group of people that would come together on Super Bowl Sunday at our place would weren't sports fans. We were just like, well, we yes. enjoy each other, and we like food. And it's an excuse whatever. to have a party. Like, there's so many people there that are like, Oh, we have to have, have a Super Bowl party. I'm like, you don't need even watch football. I was like, Do I still want to have a Super Bowl party. I'm like, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have a, a single sports. Oh, you just my phone tethering must have blacked out. I'm going to be having my own personal Super Bowl party all by myself. I'm going to make myself a pizza, and I was mm-hmm. thinking about uh, like maybe wings or tacos. 
It'll just be for me. There's going to be, I'll put a platter of food out. I'll take a picture. I'll do one of those, the camera over top bird's eye view of me cooking everything. I'll steal that from um, one of those food sites and I'll pretend that it's mine. A food blog. Uh, But let's get into Star Wars. Star Wars talk is hashtag Star Wars podcast day. Hashtag that wherever you want and you could find all of the awesome Star Wars podcasts that are a part of the day. Wow. It is. The delay on that was incredible. Uh, And you can. I saw your mouth say wow, and then a second later, I heard you. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun today. We're going to talk. Today is just about having fun and celebrating Star Wars. And Brock, really, if you look at the thumbnail for today, it's uh, Darth Jar Jar. And the title is, will Darth Jar Jar be the villain on Disney Plus? The quick answer is, of course he won't be. But I wanted to, t- <laughs> I wanted to talk about it because, A, I love that image, and B, I love Jar Jar. So let's talk a little bit about Darth Jar Jar, and let's make it plausible for him to return in some capacity on Disney Plus. Say the last part of that question again. He kind of cut up. Let's make it plausible for him to appear on Disney Plus. <laughs> Don't be stupid. <laughs> no, we're making it plausible. Um, this is all positive and we're making my dreams come true. Uh, I want it to happen. It's going to happen. Go... We create a Star Wars What If show. I feel like that is the most plausible thing. Because it's like, why? Here's the thing. I don't hate the idea of Darth Jar Jar. It is fun. Uh, and that image that Kevin Cassidy we also did. live in a... Yeah. That thing's We amazing. also... We live in a time where, like, everyone's like, it's true. They're going to reboot the whole series. <laughs> like, they're not rebooting anything. It's no. Star Wars. It's like, are you kidding? Like. So, the initial with Darth Darth Jar Jar makes me just think, like, oh, we need to go back and do that. I mean, I, I guess they, they're doing that with a lot of different things anyways. But it's, like, different stories. I think, though, a Star Wars what if would be fantastic. Yeah. Because some of the stories are, like, well, it could have been like this. Like, whoa! <laughs> it's, like, what if the Rogue One crew survived? What if? Well, what uh, if Anakin doesn't turn to the dark side? That's the ultimate. What if that- Anakin... Had- if Anakin doesn't turn to the dark side, there's just no Star Wars. It just everything just stops. For for me though, the, the thing with the Darth Jar Jar, and this is I was thinking about this earlier. The thing that could be really cool about Darth Jar Jar is because remember people were like, oh, Darth Jar Jar was a thing. If if you look, his mouth mimics like what Qui Gon's saying, and he's using that's all fun to to speculate on and talk. I don't believe it was ever a thing. I know Ahmed Best said when they shot Revenge of the Sith, like him and. And and Shivp like walk away together, and it's. But for me, I feel like that was just he's being loyal to who he thinks yeah. is right. Um, I never really bought the Lucas plan on him being the Sith Lord, and people make the comparison with Yoda, how Yoda was a bumbling idiot when you first meet him, and it was going to be like that, and that's fine and awesome. But the thing with Darth Jar Jar in the prequels is how does he fit in? We know where it's going. We know the Emperor is the big bad. We know there's Darth Vader coming up. Jar- Darth Jar Jar would have worked had they done it in Attack of the Clones and then he died in in uh, Revenge of the Sith and then Darth Vader takes his spot. That's the only thing I could see. So I don't believe anywhere past that Phantom Menace that would have crossed George Lucas's mind and I don't think it ever did because I think Gungans and specifically Jar Jar were meant solely for kids. That being said, 
there's a thing called the Skywalker Saga that they've decided to turn the the, the nine movies into, right? The, the, these nine movies are the Skywalker Saga, and, and that's that's what that is. And who knows what the next saga is going to be? We see, however, we do see Luke Skywalker in the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is not part of the Skywalker Saga. It's part of the Mandal whatever saga the Mandalorian will be placed in, right? Whatever they end up referring to that as, which I'm guessing will be that New Republic and Ahsoka show and maybe Boba Fett. There, there's a new saga, but they, inter, they intersect there. Um, so if you do that, all of a sudden you could create this timeline now, same timeline, I'm not saying create an alternate dimension, but you, you, you now you could create this other route to take where, this, where Palpatine was the big bad, but maybe now you have an underlying big, big, big bad, which was of course, the rumor was Snoke when Snoke was first create, created, right? It was, oh, Snoke has been around forever. All of a sudden, you could do that now and be like, oh, no, Darth Jar Jar has been around since the day one. And he's been overseeing this whole thing. And he shows up in, in one of the Aftermath sequels. And he's like, oh, Misa was banished. Oh, Misa, nobody likes it. He could be playing the scheme. So, Brock, if you try really hard, you could make Jar Jar Binks the ultimate big bad in Star Wars from the beginning. You could even have him, because who knows how long Gungans live for. He could be in the Acolyte. You're welcome, Disney. I just got you 4 billion subscribers on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I Jar Jar. <laughs> uh, I, I just, like, I think we need to be done with like the chosen one and the Sith Lord that's been pulling the threads, like but I don't, that I, just sounds like to me they're like, oh, by the way, you haven't been paying attention. Like you can retcon anything, right? So, which is what George Lucas himself did. Oh yeah, he's notorious for it. <laughs> but there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with retconning because I mean, look, if you want Star Wars to last forever, things are going to have to be retconned and redone and retold and. And I'm not saying totally disagree. <laughs> I totally disagree. It's gonna happen though. I totally disagree though. Like, what do you mean by retcon? Like, well, I mean, actually it, redo the movies? Or, no, or? God, not the movie. No, no, no. I mean, like a stupid piece of information you read in a comic is not like you're gonna have. Like, you know, it's like, oh, but then issue one seventy seven of that comic that contradicts what they're not. If you get like, you know, Taika Waititi's thing and they're like well in that comic book that 17 people read you know they like they, that's what i mean stuff like that will have to be retcon and mm. and and they'll fit they'll be like we've already had it i think the sequels did it where you take little bits and sometimes you do it for the for the be better right where you take a piece of information we talked about this on the last podcast and then you can expand on it and all of a sudden what didn't mean anything at one point you can be like, I'm taking that information and I'm going to make it mean that. And I think the Avengers did that beautifully with Endgame where they were like, you know, that stuff, when they were making Iron Man 1 and the Avengers 1, they weren't thinking about Endgame necessarily, but, you know, they, they took pieces of it and they put it in there and they retconned moments from those previous movies and made it work, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I would never I... remake any of the movies. Yeah, uh, that's what is. What's the point? Yeah, uh, it's just like I don't know. When I hear retcon, I think it's more like, oh, so it's not actually this. It's actually this is usually when the, the definition you're using is accurate as well, though. It's just like 
I don't know. It's just sort of like it's like how a monologue in A New Hope basically spawns three prequel movies, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. I don't know. I just like the longer you go down a road though you're gonna look dark judge doesn't happen but the longer you go down a road is what i'm saying is the more you're gonna have to be like oh crap uh like things are just gonna have to be embellished from what we had before sure but like they tried that in the last three movies and it's like fans didn't really like that or it's it conflicted the audience right like where it's just like i like this but i don't like this and well i like that but i don't like what you like and i hate you and <laughs> you ruined my childhood do you right do you, so i know i agree with what you said do you think that had let's like had luke skywalker in the last jedi been the same luke skywalker we got in that movie but at the end of the movie um maybe was physically on octo or on crate with his green lightsaber and he completely whooped butt do you think the audience would be as split as it is and no i'm asking a genuine yeah. question because like do you think that it that people would have the people that hated it would have been maybe a little bit more in love with it and i'm not saying they should have done that i'm just asking <laughs> your opinion no no i i i know i know it's just it's like the problem isn't what Luke does in the movies. It's what we don't know about between mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi and Last Jedi, right? Like, it's sort of like him being not all in on the Force. It's like, it's disappointing, so you get mad at first. I don't care. I actually kind of enjoyed it once you kind of got used to it, right? Like, it's it's upsetting because you're like, I've been waiting 30 years to see Luke again, to be to be a fully Jedi master or whatever, but like, it you don't get to see that. You get to see, it, which is like I think even though it's like everyone gets mad because he throws a lightsaber over the shoulder, but like that's a profound move and that it means a whole bunch bunch of things all at once. You're like, whoa! So like, it isn't a happy ending, and I'd argue you you shouldn't be surprised that. Luke acts that way after you find out in the first sequel, Force Awakens, that Han and Leia's marriage crumbles and their son is the villain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it's brutal. You're like, it, it really... The sequels, if anything, just points out, like, how... What's the word? Delinquent the Skywalker family is. Or it's just like, oh, man, you guys just cannot get it right. Um... So, like, but I think what most people don't realize is they're mad because they're, like, after Return of the Jedi, it's the end of the conclusion. And you're like, yay! But, like, then you're like, now he's going to go bring the Jedi back to the, the galaxy. And, like, that apparently doesn't happen. Or we just don't know to what capacity, right? So, like, when you're referring to retconning, that, yeah, like, right there, that's where we can, like, find out a little bit more about this jedi order he might have put together with ben and whoever i mean the the what was it the the what was the comic with uh kylo ren like rise of kylo ren the rise of kylo ren it's like we get to see very small chunk of him and like three other jedi or jedi padawan that are like fighting each other as he's leaving whatever luke created right so you're like oh let's find out but yeah that's like 
I don't even know how we got here. Oh, it's just like I think the sequels did what they did. I think I think they they didn't really have a plan. I love when they you know, like you go back to that video. It's like we had this all along. The emperor is in on it. And I'm like, no, no way. And it's just like I'm not pointing fingers at anyone because George Lucas did it all the time. Yeah, no, that's. I think the the, the one difference between George Lucas that we know and, and the sequels, however, the one difference is the prequel trilogy. There was an ending in sight. So the minute the Phantom Menace starts. We all know that the ending is is there. The original trilogy is a little bit different, but it also has an ending. The, yeah. the thing with the sequel trilogy is, and I don't think, I think the one, the biggest gripe for me with the sequel trilogy has always been like, they never asked the question why. And the thing is, they never had that ending. They don't, there was no reason for it to exist because they didn't know where, what the point was and how it was going to end. Yeah. Because yeah. The Force yeah. Awakens ends and you're like, oh, well, Luke, we're going to get Luke and then Luke's going to do this and somehow they're going to beat Snoke and we're going to find out that Snoke has been around for a bazillion years because that's what they... And then The Last Jedi comes and and it just like doesn't want to deal with any of that. It's like, here's Ray and Kylo and here's Luke and uh, Poe, Poe. Poe's going to grow up. And you're like, okay, fine. Fine, I'm in. The third one's going to give us that. And then the third one comes, you're like, what? What just happened? And you, like, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it, that's the one thing is I think it really would have suited them had they come in and been like, you're doing this movie, figure out how yeah. the three of them are going to end, and then we can all work there. Because if you know where the third one ends up, Luke could be a yeah. monkey in the second one for all we care. Like, but and I'm with you. I didn't. I I was a little bit um, under. I was underwhelmed with Luke in the Last Jedi only because I thought that was the predictable route. It's so much yeah. easier to be like, yeah, I give up on that. And then you're like, okay, well, we saw Yoda do that. And, and also these movies were just mirrors of the original trilogy, which is what George Lucas is most, the most quote, one of the most quoted things he says is, uh, is, is it's like poetry, it rhymes. But then when you, when someone else does it, it's, you know, it's, everyone complains and, and cries and moans. Um, but I always think because when Luke showed up in Mandalorian with the green lightsaber, everyone lost their mind and i'm just like i wonder if they would have just put the green lightsaber in the last jedi if people would have been i still don't understand why he doesn't have it in the last jedi (laughs) it's like like kylo sees the one that he has blow up in front of him two seconds earlier but whatever um he has what he has and they they put a lot of a lot of emphasis on the anakin lightsaber and and i still i still to this day believe that making luke skywalker this big mythological creature in the galaxy was part of the downfall of the stories of the sequels they should have just been like screw it this is about ray finn and poe and move and just like luke is like a yeah he's like a pea on the side of your steak in it mashed potatoes or whatever it's yeah it does feel like when you think about the sequel movies it's like it's like well this is going to be a story about kylo and ray and finn and poe and their generation of characters, but then there was just like, but since you know what we got, we got Harrison Ford here, we got, we got Carrie Fisher, and we got Mark Hamill. It's like, let's just use them. I'm like, see, that's that's, it's it's like there's two stories happening at the same time in that trilogy, and neither one gets finished. That's the feeling <laughs> that I think. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, it, yeah they. Uh, look, everybody, you know, there's that whole like missed opportunities with Han, Luke, and Leia together on the Falcon. And for me, I didn't, I've said this numerous times, I didn't care. I didn't get a crap if they were together or not. That was not why I was going to see these movies. I love that they were back. That's, I'm not saying I didn't love that, but I didn't need them all together. I was, I was looking forward to these new characters going on new adventures. And I think the reason why was I was so accepting of 
the prequels, and the prequels didn't have Luke, Han, or Leia in them as well. However, since they are older, they should be in those. They should appear in some capacity in them, kind of like Mon Mothma, Mon Mothma appears in Rogue One. They should appear in it because they exist in that world. But yeah, there's they were used kind of uh, weird, and it was, you know, there's that Michael Arndt interview from when he did that draft, and he's like, every time Luke showed up, it's like he stole the scene, and I think J.J. Abrams reiterated that. And I, and every time I hear that, I'm I, I'm I'm confused, and and again, I think it's because these are written by fans of Star Wars and not yeah. someone who created like because. Luke Skywalker, when he goes to the second Death Star and takes down, he doesn't take that, but he fights Vader and Vader takes down the Emperor and then Vader's redeemed and blah, 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 blah. Not one soul knows that that's happening at that time. A couple stormtroopers that got blown up, no. Like, no one knows that that's happening. And I'm sure he wasn't going around gloating about it. And I don't know if Leia would have afterwards either. So, like, I think they, they were, they, the writers themselves put too much power on Luke Skywalker in, the, in that world. And he didn't need to have that. He could have been, and I know everyone's like, well, George Lucas said he was going to be a hermit. And I believe that he would have been. And I think it would have been to a completely different. I don't think he would have tried a Jedi Order. I don't think there would have been anything. I think he just would have gone away and lived his life in solidarity alone in, in, a, in a cave somewhere and grown like a really cool kick-butt long COVID beard and all of that. And then Ray would have been like, oh my gosh, I need your help. And he would have been like, no, I have to go kill a Muppet fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was my feeling on Luke, though, is I think I think that the fans fans wrote it and that they love Luke so much that that's what happened. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I can agree with that. So, but yeah, no, I don't think uh, he needs to be physically anywhere in Last Jedi outside of Octo. Would it have been cool? Of course, of course. But like, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I uh, I'm okay with him. Like I said, I said this last week. I. I his for me, Luke Skywalker's story ended in the Return of the Jedi. It's just yeah. that—that's where his story ends, and I think that's where that whole chosen one that you love so much, where that comes to a conclusion as well as in that movie. Then these new movies come, and they—they they shouldn't have worried about ending it. They should have just continued it yeah. and just been like, it's an ongoing story. And uh, you know, I think you still have to have some kind of an end because you know maybe every three six movies there is an end to that arc. But then guess what? Episode twenty three. Like, you know, and I still think they could come back and yeah. do that and just keep weaving these stories in and out because, you know, well, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Don't hand. Don't. Yeah. I mean, the the thing about Luke being Mandalorian is like, oh, that looks pretty good. Though, have you seen? I think it was on YouTube. I'm not sure. Maybe Instagram. But it's like some like CG group or CG artists or whatever. Like, this is their CG yeah, Mark yeah. Hamill. This is ours. I'm like, relax. Like, I, I, I hate videos like I hate videos like that. I hate that one, yeah. especially when there's like, these are stuntmen and they're gonna tear apart the Praetorian guards. Who the heck, Brock? Yeah. Who goes online on does a video or anything on and rips apart somebody else at their job? Yeah. Do you know, like do you go yeah. on and you're like this is like uh, you know who I can't stand Chuck and then you go on and you make a video about how Chuck sucks at his job that's such a joke yeah. like come on it's, be respectful it's like, it's like how someone reshot the Obi Wan Vader yeah lightsaber battle and, and then, don't get me wrong it's cool to see it 
But there are points where, like, this kind of yeah. uh, content put out is just, it's not going to help anything. It's cool that we can do it, but it's just like, you can't, you yourself cannot create that scene if George Lucas yes. in 1970? It would have been like 75, 76, probably 76. 75, 76 says, okay, this is how it's going yeah, to work. Exactly. It's like, relax. <laughs> but uh, my point of bringing it up is like, now that we can put a reasonably looking Mark Hamill in his 30s into a Mandalorian show or a movie, there's no reason why you can't do that with other characters. Obviously, we're going to know it's not really the same. Maybe they'll get to the point that it will be hard to, tr- to notice, but obviously Mark Hamill doesn't look like that anymore. But just like, I think the best example of something like this is, I know you've never watched the Avatar series, but there's Avatar, the last airbender, the original series, and then there's the Legend of Korra, which is like the Avatar after Is that Dave Filoni? Uh Dave Filoni was just the first the first okay, season, okay. right? They poached him from there. But that's yeah. where he got his start. But uh Legend of Korra is like because the idea is like the Cor- the the Avatar is born every generation, right? They're they they are like super powerful people. But they do die at some point. They live lives and they die, right? So the, the Avatar in the first one, his name is Aang. He's the bald kid with the arrow on his yeah, head. Yeah. He, you know, he saves the day at the end of that series, then lives his life till whenever. I'm not quite, I can't remember how he dies. But he dies and then his power goes to the next person who ends up to be this girl named Korra. So you follow Korra. But it's cool because you exist in that world that is... 50 years later, after you leave the Avatar series, uh, last Airbender series, and you get to see what Aang's life was like because uh, one of the main characters is his his son, who's like 50 years old. So it's like Korra and, and Aang's son are in a group together, right? And then you get to, like, you see the some of the old characters who are now old. So, like, that's what they should have done with Star Wars, where it's like, the focus doesn't need to be Luke, but he could be in it. Yes. Now, he could have been like, you know, uh, like a, a General Dodonna or Admiral Akbar character that's like has this whole life that you don't know about, but is existing in that world as well. And, and look, Mark Hamill was on that interview years and years ago, years ago and it makes this yeah. run on YouTube all the time where he says, yeah, and George Lucas told me that in 20, 30 years we're going to do this and I'm going to be like the Obi-Wan character. Yeah. Which also kind of, which I guess he kind of is in the Last Jedi, but he's more Yoda in the Last Jedi than than that. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I think yeah, you, for me, I don't know. Maybe we're an anomaly here, but it's, Star Wars is greater than Luke Skywalker. It's bigger than Luke Skywalker, yeah, and I think the years absolutely. of the books and all that really, really yeah. enhance that. And I think I think you know, if you're going chronologically, you still like you said, you, he has to be a part of it. But he doesn't have yeah. to be the focal point of it, and he could, yeah. and because he's Luke, and because he's older and and probably wiser, he could give little tidbits of information here and there, and he can help someone. And Ray, you know, Ray could be coming up. He's like, "Look, you suck. We need to <laughs> we need to figure this out now, or you're going to probably lightning kill somebody by accident, Chewie." Um, <laughs> so like, psych, it's not Chewie, but uh, your reaction was what I'll never forget when. <laughs> I was like, what? Your arms were right up. I was behind you. Your arms were right up. It was great. Like, look, <laughs> for all their flaws, um, in all six, all nine of the movies, I, I, yeah. I have left 
uh, the theater. I've seen eight of the nine in the theater. I've seen ten of eleven. I haven't seen Return of the Jedi. Ten of eleven Star Wars movies. I've left disappointed. How, eleven? Mm-hmm. I've left. I've left disappointed zero times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just like. After a point, like some of these movies just can't stack up to an original, or they can't replicate the feeling of watching it the first movie or the second movie for the first time, right? So I, I do think that the Force Awakens and the Rise of Skywalker and matched were pretty close to Force Awakens specifically, almost equaled the Phantom Menace in terms of that theater experience. Mm-hmm. It was like if there was like this feeling where you're like, this is. There was something about it, and and I felt that way with Rise of Skywalker too. Probably because it was like this is the end, you know. It was like it is. It is very interesting, like the emotions that people have on movies. Like the thing that keeps coming up at work is like Wonder Woman eighty four. Like I work with a bunch of guys that hate that movie, and it's like it's not the best. It's a movie. But they're like, you like that movie, don't you? I'm like, well, I don't know if I like it, but I was just like, it's not terrible. It's just like weird choices were made. Uh-huh. And there's one guy who t- typically doesn't say this, so it's always jarring when he says this. He's like, oh, man, what a piece of garbage that movie was. I'm like, well. <laughs> I, so, I'm so curious like, if it would have come out in June, what people would be saying about it. I I actually I keep bringing that up. People don't agree with me. I'm like, why? If we didn't have to wait this long and like, or just been starved for new yeah. entertainment in the movie format. Like, I, would we be saying this? Movie? I don't know. I, Cause I enjoyed it. Like, I mean, I haven't watched it again. I probably will, but I haven't watched it. I haven't been like, I need to watch Wonder Woman again. It just hasn't happened yeah. to me. I mean, maybe yeah. if I had HBO max, I, would, I don't know. Probably not. But anyway, I thought it was fine. I, I still think people overvalue like that first Wonder Woman was fine. It just, I think people are like, it's the greatest movie ever. I'm like, is it really? I don't, no, if it yeah. is like it, um, this one, I, this one, I, you know, I I didn't enjoy it, but I, I said this before. They needed to reel that in towards like it was getting out of hand. And you're like somebody come in here and stop it. Um, yeah, it's I, something about those blockbusters that like they have to deliver in some way. Like no one gets this angry about uh, Wes Anderson movies. They're just like, eh, it was. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just saw Isle of Dogs, and let me tell you. By the way, <laughs> I don't think I laughed so hard when the dead. Skeleton, the skeletons. <laughs> oh, in the cage? Yeah, I don't think I laughed so hard. I don't know why. I just like started. And Aaron, of course, walked in on that push. What are you watching? I'm like, oh. <laughs> Dead dogs. Rip. Yep, that was a great movie. I love uh, Wes. Yeah, you're right, though. There's something about them. But we talked about it last week, or a few days ago, I guess now. The ownership that people take with of Star <laughs> yeah. Wars and all of these. And it's so weird. Like, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I think I just kind of did it when I said, Luke Skywalker should have been like this. I mean, <laughs> I'm accepting of what they give me. Um, and you, I think opinions, you should always have an opinion. You shouldn't just be like, you know, st- st- Star Wars movies come out. You shouldn't just be like, greatest movie I've ever seen. Goodbye. Yeah. Like, you should, you know, if you didn't like it, you should be like, you know, you, you can be critical of something that you liked. You don't have to scream into the endless void of the abyss of yeah. YouTube or Twitter telling everybody how much it sucked and if you like it, you're wrong. Or yeah. vice versa also. If you like it, that's great. But if somebody else didn't, people are also not – like they don't have to like everything too. Yeah. And and you've, you've, you've been saying this I think since day one on this show. 
you know, it's going to get to a point where Star Wars is going to come out and we're going to be like, didn't care for it. Just uh, didn't yeah. care for it. And, you know, now, you didn't know this when you said that, but now it's probably going to happen on Disney Plus before the theaters. Yeah. But it's going to happen. There's going to be something that's going to come and you're like, I didn't care for that. Didn't care for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just sort of like, it's the, the fresh new thing is always like, wow, yeah. that's cool. And then with Star Wars, it's always like some piece of technology is like revolutionizing. And they're like, which not everyone cares about, but you're just like, wow, that's yeah. amazing. So it's just like, it's up here and you can never really get well, it, right? The season two of The Mandalorian, those first two episodes, then the third one came, people were like, oh, this show, this show sucks. Like people were really losing it with that. And then all of a sudden it was like, screw you, screw you, screw you, screw you. Oh yeah, <laughs> one more. And they just knocked you out with the fist yeah, yeah, of the yeah. face with Luke. But, but it was happening with Mandalorian, right? And you feel like, you know, the writer room kind of had that feel, that inkling of like, People are going to be suspect here, so we're going to just hit them over the head with Bo-Katan for the hardcores. They're going to be sus there, James. They're sus. I saw Bo-Katan vents uh, <laughs> among us. Uh, yeah. but we're we're <laughs> going to see a movie or a show where we're like, mm-hmm. eh, eh, eh. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like it, it almost gets to a point where I don't, want to talk about any of these movies like i love star wars i'll talk about star wars, but you know what i mean it's just like i'll talk to you about it i'll talk to reham about it i'll talk to maybe a handful of other people but like once people know that i like star wars it's like oh well why I'm just like, i don't i don't i don't want to talk about it because it's just like we're not going to have a, an actual conversation about it we're gonna just have like this is why i didn't like or disliked yeah. This is why I liked or like just like this. I'm like, but cool. I, I, why? Like these conversations don't happen for the MCU. Yeah, and that I that like the MCU blows my mind on every level. Like Ben Affleck was like praising Feige, and I'm like, he might be right. Feige could be a genius <laughs> because I look. I like the MCU, but I find a lot of the movies are just forgettable, and I was like, whatever. But like, I've never hated one. I don't think have I hated one. If I have, I don't remember. Um, it's okay. Yeah, I don't think so. There's been no, some. You seem to like- yeah, I I like them. I'm not in love with them. I like some more than yeah. others, but like, yeah, nobody's like, well, why, why, why Wakanda? Why would they do that? And, you know that uh, it's like nobody like complains. Like, <laughs> like what? Where, where was what's uh what's uh what's Black Panther's sister Shuri? Is it Shuri? S- Sure, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. Wow, why was it sh- Shuri in uh, in the Avengers Ultron? No one's like, why, why, why didn't she use that technology? No one complains <laughs> about these things. They are things. I don't know what's yeah. better. I haven't seen them in a while because I like. I, said, I like the Marvel movies, but they're for me. They're one. I like. I watch them, and and, uh, and that's why Andrew yeah, has a, yeah. a Marvel podcast, and I don't because I'm just not a. <laughs> but. But they don't. But people don't have these complaints, and you know that people didn't like the Doctor Strange movies as much as as the Iron Man movie or Iron Man two or three. Imagine Iron Man two or three in Star Wars, Brock. <laughs> Imagine if they were Star Wars movies. Yeah. <gasps> My gosh, Robert Downey Forget Jr. Robert Downey Jr. would be off all social media, probably you know, relapsing somewhere. It would be bad. <laughs> it would be so bad. People like, oh man, yeah. I don't know. They take ownership and they'd be like, well, I could just act like a jerk cancel culture yeah yeah uh, i missed the days five years ago where there was no cancel culture but you know i mean i say that and then it's just like well some people do need to be punished in a way i'm like yeah that's kind of true but 
we're not talking about that. We're talking about like the effects that it's just like yeah. They, there's two sides to cancel culture. There's the yes, and then there's the what I the? can play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's the I'm taking. I'm it. using this to get my way. Cancel culture, which yeah. is which happens quite a bit, and it's uh, it's with the, the problem. The uh-huh. problem with that, and now we're turning into a political pocket. The problem with that though is if you start doing that, you're you're going to take away from the ones who actually need it because all of a sudden none of it's going to be taken seriously in a while. And, you know, we don't really focus on it a lot, but, like, the whole issue with Gina Carano is, like, this is not a matter of, like, what she has said or what her views are anymore. It's about, like, well, she upset us, so she must go. And it's like, well, she didn't blatantly hurt it, like, go out of her way. I mean, uh, that's for argue. That's I still that can be argued. I still don't well, know the entire of, story, and I don't want to. I'm ignorant. Exactly, exactly. That's the problem. Like, that's the problem. It's like, there might be an issue here, but because we don't take everyone whining on the internet seriously or what celebrities have, have to say seriously anymore, it's like people just turn themselves up, and that's the problem with cancel culture. And I think that's what Favreau is sort of standing beside her because he's like, well, no, like, I'm not going to fire her because – you think this is bad when in all reality she's just saying her opinion and you don't agree. That's, that seems to be the opinion. Well, yeah. They're, they're, that's the whole other yeah. opinions is a whole other thing because you know, it's like yeah. if you if you don't agree with me, you're wrong and it doesn't matter anything because your opinion is right because yeah. all these white knights on Twitter trying to save the world I have issues with. <laughs> it's, uh, it's almost again, I, we don't want to get political but like might be nice that trump isn't really on social media anymore because i <laughs> that is a route like where you're like I, you mean all you have to do is be the loudest person to yell and you get your way amazing <laughs> yeah although that's a whole other bag mess that they created over there anywho oh, but there was something- you hear that <laughs> i think they're officially taking us off of star wars <laughs> podcast all right i did sure. to, to that point though i saw something on twitter the other day and I couldn't figure out what was going on, so I asked a friend, and uh, Twitter was making a sound. I'm not going to say what it was because I don't want to get into politics, but it was kind of political. And, and there was all these things happening, and everyone was like, "I stand with this," and everybody on Twitter stood with it. <laughs> huh? I stand with like, everybody yeah. standing. They were all like, standing. Oh, they were all standing with this side of the argument. And then I, I, I text a friend. I said, hey, what the hell is going on? And they're like, oh, well, this is a problem. I'm like, oh, because Twitter's making it sound like they reverse it. He goes, yeah. sounds like Twitter. I was like, yes, it does. You can't beat them at all. But the, uh, you know, cancel culture is a problem. And I think um, I think a big thing with cancel culture is, is, is there are – it goes back to those stupid videos I was talking about where you're ripping somebody's job. Twitter – what you see on Twitter – is never the whole story. It is a piece of a story that somebody wants you to see. There's always more layers to what's going on. And people who are in a position usually know what the reality of those pieces and those layers are. And it's not for us to say if something's right or not because um, there there could be something else to it. There could be repercussions happening behind the scenes that you don't know about. There are avenues that are taken and we don't know the whole story. Um... Uh, but I don't take sides because I can't stand blue lightsaber bearded Luke Skywalker. <laughs> hey man, whatever. Like, 
High Republic's out. It is great. <laughs> you keep, so I was thinking about today. It was, it's been number one for four weeks, Light of the Jedi. Number oh, one okay. on New York Times bestseller for four weeks. Charles Soule tweeted, yes, two days ago, three days ago, four days ago, whatever it was. It might be five weeks now. Uh, so it's doing well. The Claudia Gray one came out. Have you started reading it? Yes, I have. About 100 pages in. And it's cool because it's like slightly different. Uh, and I'm not entirely sure where it lands in what the events are happening. It does kind of like... I think when the whole thing's on, it oh cool. So it's uh, very cool. A little dark too. It's like it's interesting. So isn't it called like the Dark of the Jedi? Into the dark. Into the so we have Light of the Jedi, yeah. Into the Dark, and Path to Glory or Greatness or what's the other one called? Yeah, I don't know. There's. I try to keep up on how like this is all gonna work, and I'm like, cool. I'm just gonna Ch- read the books as they go. Charles Soule did uh, release a the timeline like the order okay. in which to take place so uh, i think andrew has that i'll have him send it over to you so you understand if you i'm surprised they don't tell you in the books like when they take place because they did that for like um like legends books way way back before they were legends i have a few books and they're like this book takes place in between the phantom menace and attack of the clones and they used to do that all the time which i thought oh, yeah, i mean like it's taking place during the events of uh light of the of the jedi but it's just like where exactly are we mm. in that story like it starts you're like okay oh, this is kind of yeah that's so cool. i have like i like that uh, i like that which is smart because like the characters are kind of isolated from those events from as far as i am into the book so it's like that's smart because then you don't like Kaladi can gray can do whatever she wants as long as like and she doesn't have to worry about certain things so anyways i, I saw somebody complain uh, several people complain that they were doing the high republic because like they have the old makes of the old republic why would they do high republic and i was like i don't know i think high republic is kind of genius because you still have mm-hmm. knights of the old republic or the old republic in your back pocket if you need yeah. to go there but the high republic yeah. brings us to the the phantom menace and the skywalker saga that we all know and love like it it could lead us to there it's and I, I, for one, um, love that era of Star Wars where it's like, you know, it's super futuristic and, and hasn't exactly been destroyed yet by the Emperor. I love that time period. I want more of it. So I think it's brilliant going to High Republic and you save Old Republic for either more video games coming up or you just are like, yeah, that's a thing. Exactly. Well, sure. should we get to Never Tell Me the I, Odds? Uh, no, we're going to skip that today. We're going to go over to Never Tell Me the Odds. Let's do it. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. Brought to you by Patreon. All the wonderful people that support us. We get to say their names right now. If you want to be one of those people, go on down to patreon.com slash podcast and, and help us out. We greatly appreciate it. And these wonderful people are none other than Heidi Fetter, executive producer. Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanifor, Sooner Thrawn, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W. Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D, Raven, Spencer, Cosmic Girl, Zero Two, Fleek Play One, Automated Joy, Disney, Desi, Charlotte D. Charlotte. Hold on, I'm reading all the names as once. Charlotte. Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Jericho Kane, Denna Nerds, and the girls with sabers. What, 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 what? What? This is our 201st episode. Join us on Patreon. We appreciate all of your support. We also appreciate your support if you're not on Patreon. So thank you for hanging out with us today on Hashtag Star Wars Podcast Day. Who's winning the Super Bowl? 
The one team has the lead. The Tantooine Panthers. That sounds like the Tampa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> the Tampa Bay. That's how I call them. All right, here we go. Never time of the Aussie. Armor will appear in season three. Will the armor be appearing in season three of The Mandalorian? Hmm. I would love that. So I don't know. Because now it's like, what is the next season of this, right? Uh, I guess if we have no Baby Yoda, then perhaps the story can focus more on Din's issue with like who, what kind of Mandalorian does he want to be? Does he want to be Death Watch or does he want to be part of Bo-Katan's new Mandalore or whatever she's calling it? Um, I'm going to go, though I think that character would be real interesting against a Bo-Katan, so let's go 75%. I don't know. I'm optimistic, I suppose. Yeah, I'm going to go 87. I think you got to bring the armor back because we are getting more Mandalorians. If we get more Mandalorians, we're going to learn more about the history of Mandalorian. She has a very specific viewpoint and she kicks ass against stormtroopers. So I'm going to go 80, 87%. Yeah. Uh, the next odd, Will Mandalorian X Wolves. Was he on a secret mission for hmm. Bo-Katan during the Mandalorian finale? If you remember Axe Wolves, who was named yeah. by George Lucas, was absent uh, in the finale for no good reason. Apparently, I believe it was on the Sith cast, Katie Sackhoff said that there was a reason for that. Could nice. it be that he was on a secret mission for Bo-Katan? I don't know what that mission would be. I don't frankly care because we'll find out if it's true. I love that because that's what Star Wars is great about. It's like this character that you see once all of a sudden comes back in something else. And you're like, oh, that's very interesting. So I'm going to go 80% because it's like, why even have him take his helmet off if you're going to see his face? You know what I mean? Like anybody could have been in there. True. I'm going to go 77%. Only, I'm I'm a little bit lower only because maybe he wasn't away for helping Bo-Katan. Maybe he went on his own and he, he left to, to do something else. <laughs> Because that's what Mandalorians need, more division. <laughs> well, maybe he joined another band. Anyway. Um, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and our final odd today, this one could excite me. I played this yesterday, and I, am, I, I, <laughs> I got significantly worse. And I'm not talking about Jedi Fallen Order, which I fall a lot. I'm talking about Star Wars Battlefront. Will Battlefront 3 be released in November of this year, 2021? Will we get Battlefront 3? Can it go? I mean, is that what have they announced? Of it's Battle a, it's a rumor. I don't see it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say my piece is 27. percent I think we would have heard something by now. Um, but anyway, yeah. I'm gonna go 40. percent Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like it's doing well, and maybe they've learned that Battlefront Two is doing really well in a sense. Like maybe they've learned from that. I don't know. So yeah, and like. Have they released stuff for everything in Battlefront 2? Like, can you do anything from Mandalorian? Or go to a planet from Mandalorian or Rise of Skywalker? Does it stop at, like, Last Jedi? Uh, I feel like you could be Sith Troopers and stuff. I don't think there are planets. Mm. I um, I don't... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I haven't... Like, I've but, been playing it, and I go. I keep going to Kashyyyk, Bespin. Uh, yeah. And I was crate once, Endor once, but usually I get Bespin and yeah. Kashyyyk, like, all the time. <laughs> uh yeah no i mean 
I think EA is just like, yeah, no, Star Wars makes us money, so we'll keep I, making them. Yeah, I would, I would. They should. I think they should do it because uh, yeah. I think they should do like Fortnite and just make it like free, and then everything else is you pay for. It. I would piss everybody off. Can you imagine? <laughs> How dare you give me my game for free when I got to spend thirty dollars on things? Anyway, yeah, uh, Fortnite, man. I don't. I have never played it. I have it. I've never played it uh, because it was free. I got it. Um, all right, you ready to go to the news? Let's go to the news. Hashtag Jane. Star Wars Podcast Day. Hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow da 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 da. Hollow news, the news you need to know. Well, that's interesting that we were just talking about Battlefront because EA this week had a a earnings call where they talked about their future with Star Wars titles. Uh, apparently, they have announced that EA has made over $3 billion from its latest Star Wars titles and it isn't planning on slowing down development for a how many games it makes within that license, even though it no longer holds the exclusive rights to make them. Uh, as I said, they had an EA earnings call where EA, EA CEO Andrew Wilson was asked that the company would be changing how it develops games after seemingly losing the exclusive license to create Star Wars games. He said, I don't think you should imagine you should imagine that the fact that some other people will build some Star Wars games is going to change our commitment to the IP or our ability to build the appropriate number of games. Uh, He then also went on to say that EA has made $3 billion making Star Wars games. I believe 1 billion billion of it is strictly for the mobile Star Wars games. So that's saying a lot. So even though Battlefront takes the forefront, they made a lot of pretty successful games. in Rogue One news, it turns out that at some point, Grand Moff Tarkin and Darth Vader were supposed to be together in a scene in Rogue One. Uh, after sharing a shot of Darth Vader from Rogue One, but wasn't in the movie, ILM animation supervisor, supervisor Hal Hickel was asked on Twitter if that was for a scene meant to go into the final court, court cut or if it was just short of the trailer or just shot for the trailer. Hickel answered, Yes, there was a conversation between Vader and Tarkin that ended up out of the film. He couldn't recall when it was supposed to occur. Then he asked Gary Whitta on Twitter if he would remember the dialogue. The writer of Rogue One responded with, I wrote scenes for Vader Krennic and Tarkin Krennic, but not Vader Tarkin. Chris or someone else must have added that after me. So we're talking about the actual the other writers on Rogue One. Mystery, that would cool. It didn't happen. Still a great film. What are you going to do? And talking about great Star Wars content, The Mandalorian was nominated this week for Best Television Series Drama for the annual, the 78th Annual Golden Globe Awards. So that's pretty cool. Once again, Star Wars is winning TV awards. Uh, that the Golden Globes will air on Sunday, February 28th, and you will get to find out if Mandalorian brings it home again. And this has been your Hollow News. Hollow News! I would love to see uh, Tarkin and Vader uh, seen together, I yeah. think. Maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? Oops. Alright, that was Hollow News. Thanks for the news, Brock. You're welcome, James. Thanks uh, for letting me make the news. Why, did you make it? I thought you just like I made it. it. I made all that up. <laughs> it was, none of it was real. I cut and pasted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna go over to top five. Top five. Top five. Here we go. So the rundown said top ten. Is that inaccurate? Mm-hmm. It's top five. 
Oh, look at that. Okay. <laughs> do you want to do 10? No. Five is fine. I was fully prepared for it to actually be five. I'm changing it to five right now. There we go. So that was from oh. that was from the other week when we did top 10 Star Wars moments. Yeah, no, I figured. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were you going to say something? No. 201 it. hashtag Star Wars podcast day. Top Ooh. five. This one's just for me. This is a selfish one. I decided to do this because I just wanted to talk about it because it's my favorite. Top five trooper helmets. Top five buckets on the tops of troopers. <laughs> Stormtroopers, clone troopers, Sith troopers, siege troopers, scout troopers, dope troopers. No Vader, no Praetorian Guard, no, uh, um, the, the, anyway, they have to be trooper. It has to be yeah. not Mandalorian. Not Mandalorian, has to be trooper. My number five, scout trooper. Ooh, very nice. Love the Scout Trooper. Um, Ezra in the Scout Trooper is one of my favorites. I still wish that they retcon Brock, that being him in Rogue One. Yeah, honorable mention to Ezra and his love for the Trooper helmets, especially in Rebels where they designed the like, yes, the, like Trooper Cadet helmets. You're like, whoa, absolutely. Uh, my number five is the 332nd Company Trooper helmet, aka. The Ahsoka Troopers. Nice. Boom. Boom. Ahsoka Troopers does not make my list. They are fantastic, and I would get a Black Series if I saw one. Yeah, yeah. One day I want to own one of those. Yep. My number four, Dark Trooper. Mm. It was Dark or Death. I went Dark. I like the Dark Trooper one. I was like, that's dope. I'm in. Let's do it. Hey, you just take a good thing and you make it black, and it's like... Basically, that's the best part about the next three on my list. They're all the exact same. (laughs) (laughs) My number four is the AT-AT driver helmet, which is like, when you see it, you're like, oh, you just couldn't come up with a new idea and you added all this stuff. It's like, no, that makes sense. I think that's the thing about the trooper helmets. It's like, especially the original ones, it's like, they're all, I saw from like the scout trooper, they're all pretty much the same thing with Mm -hmm. just a little bit difference, which I think is great. So my next three are pretty much the same, and I would get a, I would get the actual helmets of all three of these. I've never got one. I should get one. I want one. But my number three is the Shock Trooper. It could be the Clone mm-hmm. Trooper, Shock Trooper. Too. I like just a Shock Trooper. Let's do it. Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, my number three, you already said the Scout Trooper one. Nice. It just, ah, looks so cool. It just, it does stand out. I think now, like in the original trilogies, are like, yes, oh, that one's cool. But now it's like it's like toe to toe with like tank. Trooper and like range, uh, but there's it's. For, I think like, for, I think for us though, growing up with the Return of the Jedi era, that era though, it's still yeah. like when they showed up in the Mandalorian, they're punching Baby Yoda. It had it, there was something more there. <laughs> it was like it, it was like they're more yeah, impactful yeah. because they were these troopers that I absolutely love. My number two, the Incinerator Trooper. Oh yeah, <sighs> nice. and Baby Yoda stops him. I love that one. Great, great trooper. Great trooper. Uh, it wouldn't be a trooper uh, list for me if I didn't include something about the clone. So I picked a specific one, Captain Rex. His nice. helmet is next level. And just knowing the history of that helmet through de- like past designs with Boba Fett, you're like, or original troopers, you're like, yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. So, yeah. Absolutely love it. And my number one is like, I mean, the Stormtrooper helmet was my favorite helmet. But I'm going to go with the Remnant Trooper. That's the Stormtrooper helmet uh, we see yeah. in the Mandalorian. I love the old look of them. I love when they're yeah. all dirtied and weathered. So that, 
I mean, there's a lot. There's range trooper, tank yeah. trooper. There's so many that I absolutely love, which are all, you know, they're great. But uh, just the remnant. I love just the the seventy. This the original trilogy stormtrooper is my favorite. I, I was all in on the the sequel trilogy ones until Rogue One came out. I was like, no, I'm back to I'm back to those guys. There's just something about them again. Could be um, from when I'm you know how I grew up, but that's those are my favorite. Yeah, my I guess it's the same answer then. I put original trooper because it's like <laughs> it's you know, it's so in the zeitgeist of like pop yeah. culture now. It's like the Vader helmet where you're just like, Yeah, I know exactly what that is. No <laughs> Even question. if you don't like Star Wars, you're like, that's from Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh great helmet. Yeah, mine basically just that one, but I like the I like it when it's dirty. <laughs> it's yeah. what it is. Big fan of it though. I I, I would love to get um one of those ones that fit on your head, yeah. Um, but uh, maybe one day I will, but not not now, because I don't yeah. I don't need one necessarily. Uh, oh. But that, this is our two hundred and first episode. Hashtag National Podcast Star Wars Podcast Day. Super Sunday. Star super Wars Podcast Day. This today is is a Super Sunday for more than one reason. So thank you so much. Oh, I got. Hold on. Go Jets. What does that say? This is a jet uh, shield. Uh, it's, oh. It goes on your sticker. Go Jets. Are they in the Super Bowl? Did the Jets make it? Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, third, third place. <laughs> bronze, bronze medal. Bronze medal. All right, anything else you yeah. want to say? Uh, no, thank you to the wonderful people at Star Wars Podcast Day for letting us be part of them. And thank you, James, for being a friend, traveling down the road and back again. It's Brockham James is episode 201 of the Rebel Scum podcast. Um, he makes jokes like that because he was always scum. Rebel Scum. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.